Okay. Okay. So let's let's jump again here. All right. So now, uh, as your maturity and the years that you've had in the Lord, you've kind of developed a ministry where you're really pastoring pastors or coaching pastors and trying to mentor some of these younger pastors across the nation that are coming up. I read about that in some of your uh, messages and blog and yeah. website and so forth. So talk talk about that as your transition here. Yeah, I'm doing a lot, probably more than I should. I um, But um, I'm blogging um, at least two days a week. I really would like to do more. I don't know if, I, if I'm going to be able to, but I'm blogging. I'm writing at least one book a year. Um, blogging two days a week. Um, I'm working here as you know, Brian's going to be taking over here in January of 23, if he, mm-hmm. if he accepts that. Um, and so I've got a network called Reap Network, which is called Reaching uh, Evangelists, Apostles, Pastors, and Prophets. Yes. It's called Reap. And um, I work right now, I'm working with just two churches. Uh, it's that's a new network I started last January and haven't really, you know, I'm getting prepared for that for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a min- I have a business called uh, Minister on Demand, which is yes. really exciting um, okay. because of the way the churches have been going. I, l- I looked at this a couple of years ago during COVID, so when it really came into my heart, uh, and the amount amount of people that have stopped going to church. Huh. And so I thought, you know what? We, let's go to them. Yeah. And so sure. we're doing um, we do funerals, uh, weddings, worship events. Uh, business chaplaincy. I have bit chaplains that go into bit like if you have a shooting, mm-hmm. you know, like get a business, yeah. uh, then we can send a chaplain over there to do counseling for one day or two days or five days. It's sure. just a day fee. And so that's a business, that's a for-profit business. It's done yeah. really well. Okay. Um, and I have, uh, you know, we have contractors that work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't do all everything. I just get the, I get the event, look at, I've got like four worship leaders on our, that are vendors for us. Mm-hmm. And then I've got, Four or five ministers. Well, unfortunately, there's so much of that going on. There is, and there's such a need for that. Yeah, of yeah, you know, a lot of home. I don't even want to go down that road yeah. about schools and what's happening in schools and uh, doing a lot of home funerals and a lot of home weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. through that, and uh, it's really been fun. Yeah, uh, and most of those people, some of them aren't saved, which right. is even funner. You know, yeah. and so. And some of them have ended up in church, you know, just because yeah. we go and bless them and good to them. And so that's been really a good thing. And that'll be something I really do in the future, you know, more heavily after I step away from full-time day-to-day staff things mm-hmm. here. So, uh, and, but I'm very passionate about my writing. I won't, I won't, I do want to give a writing tip. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to, I knew that I was going to write the last 10 years of my life. I've always known that my wife would tell you that it's in my lifetime goals. My lifetime goals was from 30 years ago, you can see, you know, and my goal is like, was like 29 or number 30th goal was I would write the last 10 years of my life. Mm-hmm. So I got into what I thought would be possibly the last 10 years of my life. Or I just want to give some vacuum because I don't know when God was going to take me. Yeah. So I started writing almost well, two and a half years ago now, mm-hmm. thinking I really knew how to write, <laughs> which is a joke. Because <laughs> I really thought I did. Yeah. Well, I started writing and started submitting writings. Mm-hmm. And these editors were like, Ripping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you, you know, da, da. so then, you know, because of who, because of ministry and contacts and stuff, some big doors opened for me really mm-hmm. fast. I was writing for Fox news. 
that was pressure, big pressure. Yes. Uh, and hammer, but it was like, you know, 2,500 of the most negative comments you could ever imagine. I mean, it was like, we hate you. And, you know, I mean, all of you, we hope you die and your kids, you know, it was yeah. really bad. So, but the bad thing was I thought I could write. And so I started, so I took a writing class, took another writing class. So I'm two and a half years in and I still am learning. So, I mean, I'm still learning so much about writing. Mm-hmm. And what to do and what not to do and how to do it. And, and even with the software and stuff, I don't, I, I love software and it does work, but I, but I want to know how to write. I, mm-hmm. And I'm just now really yeah. getting my voice, you know, getting yes. who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, the bad thing is preaching, speaking and in writing are two different mind thoughts Still all are. together. Yes. Because, you know, in, in person speaking, you've got the, you know, you, you know the difference. So my point is I don't want to go into a long thing, but speaking and they're saying, if you've ever been a public speaker and I've been one for 40 years, right? when you switch over to writing, you're going to have your hands full because you think the two are synonymous and they're not, they're two mm-hmm. different whole. So I'm learning and I feel like I'm going to write something significant one day. Not that these aren't significant, but I feel like, um, I thought I was just going to jump in and write and write books and it was going to be a breeze. And I'm telling you, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It was to become an author. I, you know, I've written I know. two books, yeah. and you know, when you when you write the book, you know, my it's kind of like giving birth. It is, and it's like it's never quite. Yeah. You know, maybe I could twist. It's like this. giving birth and not having any parents. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm putting this out there. You know, right. and I feel like you know now. I think you know maybe I could have said that differently or right. said something oh. and, and all that. So I can rewrite everything. But at some point, yeah. you just have to just say, you know, the Holy Spirit just right. That's right. And he it does do that and let it go. Right. And, um, but it is such a blessing. You know, I had uh, had someone call me today. Yeah. And this man would never read a book, a Christian book. And, See, that's but awesome. I sent him a copy of. The book, the book and, on healing. What's your, and, your can we tell, what's your book? What's the title? It's an encounter with the healer. An encounter with the healer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I sent him the copy of the book, and he read right through it the first time. I mean, he got it, and he was like, read right through it. And he was calling me up today, just out of the blue, and he says this. I mean, and, and this guy, this. you know, he's not the, uh, he's, yeah. he's not going to show up here at your church. Right. Right. And he's a man of faith, but a not a church guy. Yeah, whatever. Or maybe not even that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I love those guys. Those are my guys. I, I yeah. love him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. this man. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. He's a dear, dear, yeah. sweet spirit, great heart. But he, he just tells me, he says, you know, I just wanted you to know, man, I picked your book up again today and I started reading through it again. He said, there's some good stuff in there, you know, and just made me, made my day, you know, and his wife said, well, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm reading Ken's book. He said, have you already read that book? I know, but there's some parts in there I want to reread because it speaks to me. Yeah. And I think in your books, uh, you always have something in there that's going to speak to somebody. I hope so. And, uh, yeah. So you you got a a new book coming out. I got a new book coming out. And this, I'm excited about this. Of course, every author is excited about their, you know, every preacher's same way. They're most excited about their current sermon. Yes. And, uh, you know, this is why, this is, but this is why I write. Uh Uh-huh. So I run across this verse. This is in every book I wrote. And now go write it before them on a tablet and inscribe it in a book that it may be for the generations to come as a forever witness. I love it. Yeah. So, and I dedicate every book to that verse. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
but I am passionate. I'm, pa- I'm very passionate about this book. This is from the life of David. This is a great book. Um, and I'm, you know, um, this book is, um, part of my heart, you know, mm-hmm. but the book I just wrote is really more of a project. I would say I'm passionate about the content. Um, I don't know if you know who Maslow was. He was a philosopher in the 40s, yes. 1940s. Mm-hmm. And he made something famous called the six human needs. Right. And there's not a whole lot in print about that. Uh, Tony Robbins picked it up about uh, probably 1990s. Yeah, he did. Yes. And uh, so that's about the, when you, when you Google the six human needs, other than blogs picking up those two sources, there's nothing in print about it. Mm-hmm. I wrote about it about a year ago in my blog. I took each one of those, which is certainty, uncertainty, uh, significance, contribution, um, connection, and love. And um, I wrote blogs on those. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a so I wrote a little book. I, I wrote like a test book on it, mm-hmm. and sent it to an editor that I know. And and uh, she was like, "Man, this book needs a lot of work." And so I put. I just said, "Okay, I don't have time to work on it. I'm gonna put it in my." You know, so put it on my computer, put it in, put it in a folder, pulled it up about first of the year and started, went to work on it. And uh, so what the book is about, it's about, it's about the six human, those six human needs and how God fulfills them all. Hmm. So I took those six human needs and, you know, gave credit to Maslow and Tony and all that showed the natural side of it. And then from the scripture showed how God fulfills all that. And then applied that to them. The last chapter I did on certainty and I took the certainty topic and talked about how we live in, you know, that there is a certainty and that certainty is God. And that the the greatest certainty of all is for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and finish the book with that, with that hope. And really from a theological base took it where, um, you know, where, where Paul uh, went in, you know, they got filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter three. Mm-hmm. And then in Acts nine, he went over to Cornelius's house and laid hands on him. They received yeah. the gift of tongues and spoken. You know, I don't know if you want to talk about that on this podcast or not, but but I, anyway, from that moment, from that moment on, from from that Acts three on, and I think it's Acts nine, Acts thirteen. Uh, there's there's four other incidences there are. where. Uh, so my question was, if this is the only thing, why did they keep preaching this message if it wasn't needed? And yes. Paul says in in in, in, um, uh, Paul, in Acts, 10, if Paul wrote Acts in Acts ten. He said, "For this is, is unto you, it's unto you and your children's children, yeah, and to all." You know, mm-hmm. so that gift is for everybody. So that's big with me, and not that not that it's your salvation. It's no. just it makes it makes Earth a lot easier <laughs> as we go to heaven. No, well, it's just a uh, communication with God and the Holy Spirit. That's right, and, and access to the Father. That's it. You know. Uh, it's all about praying and seeking God, and uh, yeah, that book know, is. That's and the, that, I think that book is called "Divine Fulfillment to the Six Human Needs." Yeah, I'll and like um, it. it'll be out in um, early November. So we'll be looking for that. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the things too is a lot of these people, like Tony Robbins and his type, you know, these motivational speakers. The things that they're saying are a lot of it's pretty solid. But if you really look, I mean, they're not quoting the Bible verse and everything, but a lot of what they're saying actually comes from scriptures. You know, Absolutely. As a, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, and they're just ripped. They're not, they're not saying it's out of the Bible, but, you know, just so simple. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. you got to control your thought life. We know Rome, right. Romans right. 12 too, you know, right. have your mind renewed. And so much of what they're espousing and teaching and have millions of followers out there on all their different social media channels. You know, if those people really wanted to have a deep dive, they could get into the Word of God and they can open it up and the Spirit of God could speak to them in ways that just, uh, you know, man's wisdom will not uh, fulfill a man. I believe every multi-level marketing plan started with Jesus and 12 disciples. (laughs) Yes, that's right. You know, it's just so true. And uh, the Bible is so... It's just amazing. It's the, you know, it's, it's it's the book of all books, best-selling book ever. Well, it, it continues to be the number one selling book every every year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, so, and it's and even there's people that use it as a resource, just like those guys. I mean, they do. They use it as a yeah. resource, you yeah. know. And uh, it. Well, all I can say is, if you keep, you know, just keep hanging around the bank, you're gonna fall in the river, you know. So that's what I'm hoping for. Amen. Amen. Yeah, a lot of those guys are good guys. They're smart. Yeah. You know, and, and they just need Christ. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, and so we, we, we need to believe for that, for sure. Yeah. Well, Tom, I would like to ask you, if you don't mind, just to maybe just to close us out in prayer. I know we could sit here and talk for another hour or two. We've been a long time, I think. I, I, want, to be respectful. <laughs> I want to be respectful of your time, and maybe we could do another episode, you know, later on down the road. I think me and you could talk follow, a week, so it, yeah, yeah, it's no problem. And I, you know, I'm sitting here with... 40 years of this stuff and love to share whatever I can to help others. So Amen. let me pray for them. Yeah. Yes. Father God, we thank you for your time. Thank you for Ken. Thank you for this uh, podcast, God. And Father, for whoever is touching, whoever's watching now or later by video, Lord, whoever's watching, Lord God, thank you for touching them. Thank you, Lord God, that we say something that matters and something that will add value to their life. We thank you, Lord God, that you would pull them, draw them. Lord God, your word says, draw me and I'll run after you. Lord, we want to run after you. Mm, Lord, thank you for what you want to do in this podcast in the future. Open doors for Ken. Give him those interviews that he needs, God. And Father, may most of all, may it bring you glory. May people be touched by this podcast. And Lord God, I pray for everyone watching right now that your hand be upon them, that you give them peace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I appreciate it. My pleasure. I love it.